Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to the OC. Oh, we're here. We're here. To you, particularly you, Kev. As always, joined by my faithful and dedicated partners, Kevin Longpray and Dr. <coughs> Michael Sean Landry, which we had some fun with last week. So thank you so much for both being here today on such a lovely day outside in Montreal. You're welcome. Grand Prix weekend. It is Grand Prix weekend. Mm. Think of where we could have been, but we're not. Right. We're here. We're yeah. here. Serving. We'd love to be here, though. Yes. Give them back. It is supposed to rain, so. It is. Evidently. Massive rain weekend, right? Evidently, people couldn't play golf yesterday because of the. Oh, yeah. How, how did, your, how did your, oh, yeah. yeah. your match go? I went all the way there. But I just was told that the course was closed once I arrived. Even though, even though the storm had passed, there was a couple puddles. So yeah, so now we're uh, we have a two-week hiatus because the team we're supposed to play against has a uh, trip to Calgary for two weeks. So mm-hmm. we might have to just do a coin flip to see who wins that match and moves on to the next round. Fight to the death, maybe. Could be that. They're Arm young, wrestle. They're younger than we are. Arm wrestle. Oh, oh, yeah. I think they're both like kind of mid twenties. Yeah. So we might pass that one down. You got to get him in a quick chokehold. <laughs> That's pretty strong. Real quick. Yeah. I can fake an injury, have Pat come in. Like that. <laughs> that might help. That's true. Or cry. <laughs> crying works. You're going to beat a crying man? Yeah. Just, yeah. It's just, yeah. You know, next year we might not be able to because of, you know, can't you let us go through this year? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Grovel. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're going to let the young guys that have like their whole life yeah, ahead whole, of them? You have your whole life ahead yeah. of me. And not us? Yeah. And look at Pat. They count. Yeah. Like how hard you've worked at this? Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. I think I'm going to go with that angle. My work. <laughs> Maybe better chance of winning that way than the other way. You always start actually off playing. like not saying anything and just a bit of a cry and like you turn away just so they're wondering like what's wrong with this guy? And they yeah. just, ah, it's just because I'm unstable. It's my life mission to, you know, and you're kind of in the way of it. Yeah. So... I talk to my kids about it all the time, and their like, their expectations yeah. are so yeah. high. They can't wait to see dad <laughs> yeah. play in yeah. a yeah. in like this massive like tournament team match play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll probably work. Yeah, maybe, maybe it'll probably work. Mm. I could see or that. guilt them for guilt trip them for going to mm. Calgary for two weeks. Jeez. Seriously, yeah. Well, yeah. if they're gonna leave for two weeks, I guess maybe if there's someone who's going to forfeit. I yeah, mean, it's got to be. I you. don't want it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll play, but... Oh, so you're not here, but... Uh, oh, but we're going to... Yeah, oh. we're going to get punished for it. Mm. That makes sense. Just, yeah, schedule it while they're away, and then there's <laughs> a no-show. You guys didn't show? That's a good segue. Sean and I could jump in and yeah. play we'll, we'll, for them. We'll play for them. <laughs> it's like a forfeit. <laughs> it's like a, it's like, <laughs> like a forfeit. It's yeah. like a guaranteed win. <laughs> right? I'm just teasing. Mm. Well, I don't know. Good. I don't think you are teasing. I probably wouldn't put money on it. No. <laughs> All right. Well, you kind of had a nice little uh, segue there. Yeah. Well, the no show. I did. Yeah. So, yeah, so today, with Kevin's We're help, if not Kevin just will a, focus. Wow. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. Not just a pretty face. We're going to discuss <clears throat> maybe managing some of the uh, ebbs and flows that can happen in people's schedule, right? Mm. It's a thing that's, that's reality, Kev. 
This is what exists. People go through this? They do. do they absolutely do. <clears throat> Okay. So we'll look at a few things. We'll, we'll talk about just maybe time of year for people. I know people, some of our younger therapists have come in and had some challenges with scheduling during certain times of the year. Um, and we could address other things. Because of astrology things? or Mostly the, yeah. moon, the cycle of the moon is a big yeah. one for a lot of people. Okay. Yeah, Mercury in retrograde. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. People probably cancel the most on those days. Probably. I know when the forest fires were happening, uh, a couple of provinces over, that was a big switch for people too. Just that change in climate was because of visible. the yep. visibility. Mm. Couldn't Air see quality. their they couldn't see their way to the clinic. Mm. That's why they canceled, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's the other thing we can look at too, right? What do you do with a maybe a late cancellation or a no show? I think that's is climate change a good excuse for a cancellation? <laughs> that's a good one. Possibly. Yeah. Could be. No. Nope. I'm not gonna go there. No, it could be. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. If you got if you've got uh, if, long COVID or something, and the air quality and the smog is high. True. Right. Yeah. You might not want to be. You know, Put that mask that back on. You could do that. I think that was the recommendation. Yes, it was. Was tossing N95 on? Maybe okay. Yeah. Ah. For those listening overseas, we had lots of wildfires here in crazy yeah. Quebec and uh, Ontario. Actually, most of our provinces, right? Alberta. We needed a little bit of rain and. Uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, we haven't seen Montreal actually smog like that in a while, probably ever. Yeah, it was smogless before. Yeah, no. and it seemed to it seemed to blow by us and end up stuck in New York City. That's true, right? And it, because of their great air quality in the city, it just hovered there, <laughs> Got vacuumed right there. Yeah, it just hovered right there. Um, yeah, they were saying it was it was worse than Mexico City. I guess the smog levels and yeah, some of those pictures were. It was a little intense. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. All right. Well, listen, why don't I flip this over to you, Sean? So what would you think about maybe you can extrapolate on kind of, you know, maybe even breaking someone's schedule down into the seasons and because seeing that maybe the cyclical change that people can experience for what reasons and maybe ways that they can combat that and and find ways to not have any gaps and changes in there. In their yeah. Gonna so good. this is going to be complex. Can't wait yeah. to hear this. Um, so. Well, the f first and foremost, again, uh, one of the most important things you can do as a as a therapist, as a clinician, is understand the life cycle of a patient, um, because there are a few things that you want to happen. Uh, you want to have great communication. You want to understand the wants, needs, and uh, goals of your patient, and you want to be able to convey that to them. Um, but you also then want to be able to take control, take charge, work together with the with the client in order to establish a form of, uh, a treatment plan, right? Where you're gonna take them through different phases of care. But in doing that, you want buy-in. You want them to understand um, the that it takes time to heal and that it's important that they are, <laughs> sorry for those watching, Kev is playing spin the bottle with a, uh, with a, with a our, our guest here today, our special guest, a, uh, a skull. Herman. Herman. Yeah, I brought I brought Herman, Herman to my uh, my son's kindergarten class, and uh, I had to put it back together because the last kid that got to hold Herman like kind of crushed the skull. It was he was funny. The look on his face was was pretty funny. Um, detention for sure. Yeah, detention. Yeah. So, so I think he's being held back. <laughs> <laughs> That's your punishment. Yeah. So uh, no, but it, it's really important that that. Um, 
you know, that the client understands the value you provide. They understand the plan that you have in, in place for them. And they, uh, they really value your time and the, yeah, and that they, they are going to show up. They're going to be engaged. They're going to understand where they're at within their treatment, their phase of care. And they're going to understand where you're bringing them. And together, you'll work out something that works for their schedule. So if you can be a bit proactive and plan, they can then plan. Um, they can look at their life. They can create a, almost like a value system around where they want to go because they know the goal. And uh, they're, if, they're, if they do that and they look at their schedule and they plan out their, their, their schedule accordingly, off the bat, they're less likely to miss their appointments, right? So that's a really big, that's a really big part because I find when you actually, you know, when you do educate well and you do communicate well um, and they know the value you provide, they show up, right? And there might be the odd time that they, they do have to cancel. Um, you also need to be sh- kind of uh, very forward with your cancellation policies. Okay, so you're transferring it now the seasonal part into the no-shows and cancellations. Really oh, shoot. Okay, I am jumping the gun. Okay, so seasonal. Yes, you're so right. Blessed. Sorry, sorry, Jay. That's okay. No, no. I just wanted so, to make sure we're kind of... Don't get too far ahead yeah. of this here because I know Kev had a lot of stuff he wanted to say about this portion. Okay, but the foundation of even, even before we get that with the seasons, you really need to understand the life cycle of a patient so that you can bring a patient from through the different phases of care, from initial phase to corrective phase into phase, you know, optimization phase. And if you understand that from the outset and you can educate the patient along, you will have buy-in, you will have less no-shows in the first place, therefore your schedule will build up, you'll be able to fill in the holes as you go, and and then and then you will you can plan accordingly, and that's that's the coolest thing. Then if you look at it from the bird's eye view and understand the seasons, you can um, you can have again some foresight to maybe understand the community you live in the community you treat, right? If you're really specific about what type of patient you treat and what type of, um, you know, client that you're best fit to serve, you can understand their lifestyle better and know about the, you know, the seasons that they might be up against, right? And the, and their availability within that season. Hey guys, it's Sean, Kevin, and Jason here from osteomentorship.com. Today, we'd like to tell you about the Masters in Business for Osteopaths. It's an eight-week live interactive online program empowering you with a solid business framework to build your practice fuller and faster with confidence. This live interactive program is a pivotal business training program developed by osteopaths for osteopaths that will challenge you to execute at your highest level. Your MBO bridges the gap between your formal education and real life practice success. Please visit us at osteomentorship.com forward slash MBA. That makes sense. If I had a microphone. Yeah. I drop it. <laughs> so lost right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a lost. Seasons? I'm a little lost too, but it was well spoken. Just, <laughs> just a little lost. You nailed it. Maybe I'm, I'm but, was that like a, politician answering well, a, was, a wrong question yeah exceptional yeah. yeah no break i mean i was recap I, recap asking, what i just said the seasonal stuff that because some people have ebbs and flows during their year depending on the season so we were okay. trying to make a, a correlation of what people can do to maybe not fall into that trap so part of it's what you're saying is true is like if you <clears> if you see the life cycle of a patient and you truly walk them through an entire rehab process then that should be less and less often because you're you know, if you're seeing someone three or four times as their lifespan versus seeing someone eight to 12 times, then obviously you're spreading out into different seasons. And with time, 
yes, it will be less, much less seasonal, right? So mm. most osteopaths, most people listening to that, if you have the true, the correct lifespan of a, of a patient to truly walk them through A to Z, this is when you'll see less of this, right? Because you're mm. saying that your treatment plan is more established. It's more, they're setting things up in advance. They know when to come. They're booking in advance. So that's how you build your schedule out. So certainly that will erase, I think, some of the volatility that people can experience for sure. Um, also, what you could do for a lot of people that are listening, that if you're if you're hopefully doing stuff to for marketing and, and stuff, I think content creation can go a long way on that as well. You could take your content and try to make it appropriate to the season or the mm. time period that you're in. Obviously, we're seeing this in Canada because we have, you know, at least four, well, two really distinct seasons, summer and winter. But, you know, there's definitely a big change in what we do and how we live in Canada throughout the year. A little less so in different different parts of the world, obviously. Yep. But certainly your content creation could be focused on that, right? Okay. So right now we're summertime in, in, in Canada. So we're, we're golfing, we're gardening, we're doing all that kind of stuff. So it would make sense in the months preceding that to start gearing up people and getting them thinking about, oh, what are all these things that I want to do this season? Wait a second, is my body able to do that or not? And then that kind of puts in their head that, oh, maybe I should be going in for my tune-ups, getting in for something to see that through. So if you are someone who's been working for a few years and, and maybe have a time period that's a little slower, that could be something you work on. Maybe it's the winter time. So what do people do? They shovel, they ski, they do whatever. Maybe try to get ahead of that curve, be prepared, get in front of the people you want to get in front of that you know, could use your services. I think that's a way to kind of combat some of the volatility that some people can't okay. experience. Yeah, the, yeah. So the de- yeah, for sure. Like your dead time can be used for creating content that relevant to educating people on various yeah. things that they can get injured from. Number one, yeah. depending on that season, sports, yes, sports change during the winter versus the summer. Yeah. Um, so it's different. Also running, move, cycling, movement patterns too. So there's so much stuff you can talk about on how to do preventative stuff for that particular season, or performance-wise, like curlers, yep, performance, and, maybe being, you know, and flexibility, and also uh, treatment-wise, like acute management yes. uh, ideas and things like that to help them through certain things that they can encounter during various seasons as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's a great opportunity. Uh, so to use back. your time wisely, obviously, uh, that when you do have some time to, uh, to see, well, what is it that people might, might need or benefit from in that particular season that would, you know, have them pay attention to what you're saying. One, creating that, that connection to, with your, your community and, uh, having them know that when they do have an issue that they can, they can come in and confide in you to, uh, to help guide them through that. So. Yeah, so that makes sense. So you want to look back. Again, if you're just getting started, you can look forward and plan for these things. So just understand the season you're in, understand the season that's coming forward, um, create your content, you know, your marketing based on exactly what you said, what what groups of people you want to get in front of, you know, what you see, some challenges that may be for them. And then, you know, you can plan your content to hopefully, as you said, attract the people that you want to serve. But you can, right, looking back is a really good way to notice if you had any dips in, in different seasons and then try and understand why that may have been. Um, and you know, each person's schedule is going to be different based on like, like we said, the, the type of people you attract, the practice you've built, uh, where you're at, right. Depending on where you're at in the world and, and, um, you know, where people's mindsets are like we, we can, I could, uh, I could look back. I know definitely summertime, you know, I, I find like Mondays and Fridays, you know, we're at a, fairly affluent area here in the West Island of Montreal and people have cottages and, you know, sometimes people get stuck up at the cottage and, you know, if they're not in crisis or in pain, they might 
they might you know be more apt to say oh well I'm I'm not coming you know leave a message on our machine um, right and saying that oh I don't think I'm going to make it in on Monday you know because they're up at the cottage right you know when the weather's nice you know they'd rather be golfing or or on the boat than than coming back to the city to to get treated so I've noticed that this summer thankfully a long again list of amazing excuses yes yeah. Long list of amazing excuses, but thankfully, again, if we have again, if you have these, you know, these these policies in place to, you know, hopefully keep people, um, you know, not in contract, but keep their word, right? Respect uh, your time. Respect your time. Then these things happen less and less. Uh, if you're, you know, if you're very firm and set on your boundaries and what the what that is, um, so that. And then you can also play it, plan for it. So, like again, as you grow, as your practice grows, and you have you develop a waiting list. That's one one thing we talk about often here. Well, that off, that also offers an opportunity to get someone else who needs your care, right, in yeah. the door. Um, so we do have a cancellation policy here, right? We do. Yeah, and it, and it does never it does help. Back, never come back. <laughs> yeah, right. is that it? Yeah, <laughs> depends we, on who we like. We, oh. do, we leave it in every individual therapist's own control, really. But that's something we should chat about. What do you think? So, if someone cancels, what would you say, Kev? If someone maybe explain the difference of someone who you see maybe once or twice, or maybe never, and not coming or or, or canceling late, versus someone that you've known maybe for a couple of years. So do you think there's any difference to that? How would you How would you play that out? Well, for sure, we've always been pretty lenient with that because you no, know, obviously things do happen to people, so it's you know. We're not out to gouge people because they missed an appointment, unless you know it's a repetitive thing that you know starts to be problematic. Well, then that's what that's there for. But you know, a good client for sure. Obviously, things happen, and that wouldn't be a, a time where I would enforce a cancellation policy on someone, especially that you know that particular person has sent in probably twenty other people. And, yes, right. Um, then the new the new patient, you know, quite often. Uh, again, it's the same concept, right? It's like people, things happen. So yep. it's to read that situation and see like, well, does that warrant that? Obviously, sometimes it's just a, more of the warning about it and people sign things. Sometimes <clears throat> they don't even read it so they don't know about the cancellation policy. So like it, uh, it you know, I would just kind of, the secretary would probably advise them like, listen, uh, it's, I know things happen, but the next time, you know, just be, try and let us know beforehand if you if you have some advanced warning about it just because we have people waiting and yeah so yeah i don't think it's something unless it's really really for me a case where like they did it like i don't know multiple times multiple times and they, they just have no but you know that's so rare that that would happen right for sure I mean, and they won't so, end up in your schedule right it's well, more likely that's who you want to read out anyway exactly a, yeah, a yeah client like we've talked about in the past yeah yeah who don't value your time. your time, so you're going to try or to work your, service, your schedule or, anyway, right? Yeah. Like that's key. Is that is that shaming is also oh. a very useful tool yeah. to use in office. Um, <laughs> putting maybe to put their picture up in the way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, is uh, you know they're not going to see it anyway. No, they won't yeah. see it. Exactly. Like, their friend might be like, "So there's a yeah. most wanted says, picture. You don't know how to schedule things properly. Yeah. <laughs> Something about up in the up in the clinic at Vitality. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I I honestly I think the policy you know having a policy <clears throat> in place so you know at the end of your emails at the you know in your clinic right I think is a very good idea so that people understand um, and 
again, the value of your time, right? So uh, they are less likely to, to cancel last minute. They will hopefully give you at least 24 hours to, you know, um, it's good, but I don't, I don't think I've ever charged a cancellation policy um, unless it's, like you say, unless there's a really weird circumstance, unless it's like someone has repetitively, you know, ghosted you or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but usually they won't, right? I mean, you just, like we say, that's what we talk about. You have your rock star clients, you have your, you know, your coachable clients and you have your dud clients and those dud clients, right? If they're, if they're not engaged in the process and they're not ready to, to work through whatever they're going through, like, you know, you can't, you can't do it for them. So you might as well just say goodbye to them and, and, uh, they can move on somewhere else. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you got a list of other people that want to come in and see exactly. you. Why are you beating a dead horse here? Right. Yeah. Want to to whatever to clinic you have a beef with. Yes. You just send them. There. Just refer them exactly. there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. I'm not going to add anything different. I, I'm saying, I don't know how many times I've charged one very, very rarely, if ever. Normally it's actually someone that's, I would never do that to a good client. Like you said, like it's, they've been coming for a long time or they send all these people in accidents happen. Mm-hmm. In fact, I do the opposite. I try to find them something really quickly to show like, well, yes. they really need it and they really appreciate it. Yes. The occasional time someone's paid is because they've insisted that they actually just messed up and they like they say, oh, listen, I value your time. I yep. can't believe it happened. It's, I double book myself. Absolutely not. I'm paying anyway. Yeah. I'm like, I'll say no, no, no. And then finally they'll just do it. I think the big thing is, I think the, the key is making sure the message is, is clear at your front desk. That if it happens to someone who's maybe newer, having the receptionist kind of say to them, like, listen, it's okay this time. But just, you know, like, you know, remember how long it took you to come in for your appointment? There's a lot of people that want to come in. Yes. So, just so you know, if it happens again, we are going to have to charge something. Usually just that in yes. itself is enough. And then, mm-hmm. and that's it. And then either they cancel a little beforehand or they, or they just obviously, it's a one-off yeah. and it's, it's a moot point. I've, I've heard, again, Jen, you know, multiple times I hear people trying to pay for their missed appointment, right? Mm-hmm. And Jen's like, no, 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 it's okay, right? You know, if I've talked to her, obviously, and say, yeah. um, just give it to me in an envelope outside. Yeah, I'll yeah, take, yeah. she takes cash, by the exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. That's one of our clients. <laughs> yeah. There's cash in the back. Yeah. Little cash does she know around. we have it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. all the cash. Well, looks like the we're having a meeting. Like, looks like the petty cash is empty again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I... They they will happen, right? These things do happen. Like you, Kevin, you said, people people's lives are busy. They tend to happen as people get better, and right. They again, it's like your your focus shifts away from the pain and the dysfunction you're want you're once in to like living life again, right? So um, that's when I always know people are better. Sometimes if there is a missed appointment, right, and if it's like oh shoot, right, oh you must be uh, geez, Kev, how late were you up last night? Yeah. Um, that's where I notice, you know, if there is a missed appointment, they, they tend to, you know, they're, fe- they're feeling better. The next time you see them, they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, you know, they you know, I really apologize. It's slipped my mind or something came up right last minute. And, you know, so hmm. smog was bad. Bad smog. Yeah. Waiting lists. Yes. No shows. Yeah. yeah. Climate change. <laughs> makes sense. Sounds pretty clear it to all me. makes sense. <laughs> yes. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, Sean's uh, soliloquy at the start. That, that was <laughs> clarity in a, in a sentence. Your best episode ever. <laughs> so to review, yes, cancellation fees or not, that's up to the, the individual practitioner, but you should be really leaning away from it if you really want to have the, a nice connection with your client, I feel. Uh, it's really for repeat offenders only. Otherwise, know the lifespan of your client. Know the lifespan of your client. 
uh, create content that is that is accurate for the time period that you're in. And hopefully with that, you'll see less of the volatility and the cyclicalness mm. uh, in your schedule. So, you know, understand the life sign of patient, walk them through the phases of care appropriately, and you'll start to see that you will be able to forecast better and budget better because you'll have weeks that are more consistent on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. So hope this helps. Uh, like always, you can find us on osteomentorship.com. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Kevin. Really. Yeah, thanks for staying, Kevin. Yeah, awesome. really well done. So yeah. thank you for being patient. You're so good. <laughs> thank you. We'll see you all next week. Yes. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something. Or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.